right, horror heads, welcome back to Horror 365. I am your host, the host. That covers the most Jimmy J alongside with the South. Jersey slasher himself, South Jersey Jason. And today we got a very special guest. He is the man behind the mask that makes the mask himself. Jim Ingram, J3 Custom. Jim, welcome to Horror 365. Thank you guys for having me on. Brian's been cheating on me earlier. Uh, uh, you and him. Let's start off like this, okay? You and him got a little podcast going on. Cosplay the 13th. Jim, talk to us about this podcast. Well, this podcast that we have is just the spotlight on all the cosplayers, prop makers, uh, costume designers um, in the horror community that love to go to conventions and cosplay. Um, we just did uh, The Devil's Latex, Steve Bellamy, last night. That was a good one. Wow. Okay. Wonderful, wonderful interview. He's up in Canada. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody starts out with a, a devil late a devil's latex hood or mask and they they just you know continue to use those or they expand and you know go above and beyond and get something more higher end you know so yeah he not only makes um like mask jimmy but he does props and i thought of you because oh, he wow. had he had the chucky doll like i think it was from part two when they're in the factory or no, I'm sorry. Part one, when he gets caught on fire, like they throw him in. Okay. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He had that. And I thought of you. <laughs> what you because I look like Chucky or something. Is that- no. Well, cause you always <laughs> do your voice. Uh, yeah. Playtime's over. Playtime's over, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then when we were done, he just gave us like a tour of, his basement, his man cave. And, you know, Jim and I are like, you know, we didn't need to do like a reality show. You know how back in the day there was MTV cribs. We need yeah. to do like a crips, you know, he had, he <laughs> had a nightmare. He had a nightmare on Elm street pinball machine in his basement. What? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, Jim, you're holding out. <laughs> What's going on here? I mean, listen, I, I listen to your podcast. It's relatively new guys. You got to check it out. Cosplay the 13th. Uh, you guys are doing a great job so far. Some, some pretty good guests on the oh, show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We didn't want to. We didn't want to infringe on anybody in the in the in the horror community, and we wanted to kind of do something like totally different and uh, bring all these uh, wonderful people who cosplay uh, in the forefront. I mean, there's tons of people who do, and they need to be heard. They need to know. Um, you know, they need to let the world know that. Yeah, I spend forty plus hours on making this. Uh, I spend X amount of money on buying that. Um, a lot of people spend more money making this co- making costumes than they do if they wanted to go out and you know buy it you know so a lot of people choose that route because they want to feel that pride like yeah man I made that you know look at you know look at me world you know <laughs> when did cosplaying become like a thing when was that it had to be like what, like five years ago or something no, no. longer than that longer than that. Yeah. Started um, when I when I came into the Jason Voorhees community. Um, that was back in 2009, 2010, and it was going on four or five, six years prior to that. And it just took off when all these conventions, you know, autographs, you know, horror icons, and it, it's crazy. Um, I think you had the lady on recently, not too long ago. Who was in uh, Friday the Thirteenth? I forgot her name. She was just talking about conventions and uh, with the Friday the Thirteenth cast, you know, getting a phone call say, "Hey, come down to you know this hotel and 
sign some autographs and that's pretty much how it all started and it's ballooned ever since then yeah shout out to laura marie taylor and that was like early 2000s so his monster mania um which does like cherry hill and um the maryland area they've been around since like the early 2000s but you know um conventions there's you know there was a time before covid when there was literally a convention almost every weekend really i never even knew that oversaturated like yeah like um not so much horror conventions but like uh comic book conventions you know but people still dress up yeah yeah but people still dress up at the the comic conventions but uh yeah i'm you know i got it way late into the game and it's cool because jim has all these great contacts that i've only heard of never talked to so it's cool to talk to like the ogs now (laughs) and the ogs of the cosplay community yeah a lot of them um, are very um humble they Mm -hmm. really don't want to be on camera they really don't want to be on the radio um it's i'm trying to pull some teeth with some and i I really want to get them on but it's like no, I, I really don't want to be on radio. And it's like, yeah, you need to be. I want to hear the history of everybody back in the day who started all this stuff. And like, like, a, like we heard last night, Brian, a lot of these folks are no longer around. Yep. Oh, unfortunately, now I mean, what, you mean like they passed on, or they just stopped cosplaying? Yeah, they're just they're they're done. There are a lot of the, yeah. a lot of makers. They get burned out and. Uh, they're no longer around. They don't want to do it no more. How long have you been doing this for, Jim? Creating the costumes. Uh, well, the um, back in 2000. Well, I started, I got into it back in 2010. Uh, I got myself a uh, Fright Stuff mask. It was a uh, part three, uh, came with straps, blanks, a little certificate. And, uh, you know, I watched some YouTube videos, uh, Justin Oz, William, he had a couple up. Um, I spent the whole day, like from start to finish on like making this mask. It took like all day. Um, but at the end it, it turned out really, really good. And, uh, I, you know, I'll put it on the shelf and a couple of years passed and around 2013, I'm like, yeah, let me, uh, dress up as Jason and we'll, I'll hang outside and pass out candy and all the, all the reactions with the, the, the music from Friday the 13th, it just, it just terrified. I had more candy left over at the end of the night (laughs) giving out. No one wanted to come up and it was just very basic, you know, me with a, you know, ax and the music and a bowl full of candy, some spooky lights. And it, it was really good. And I'm like, man, this is really cool. And the following year it was like, Hey, when a, when a, when I uh, meet and greet with Kane Hodder at Erebus and downtown Pontiac, one of the biggest, you know, five-story haunted attractions in the, in the United States. And uh, I entered, I won, and it just ballooned from from there. And, whew, yeah. And the, the Erebus that... Um jim's referencing that we when we talked with jared haggerty that's the haunted attraction he was talking about that's up for sale for like 10 or 15 million dollars i don't know if it's sold but uh i haven't heard anything about it but i'm pretty sure that uh there's always money made now that everybody's getting the vaccine Mm -hmm. and 
mask mandate is being lifted. It's like we're kind of reopening up the world with caution, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it, they yeah. have to do it. It's about time. Yeah. More years, dude. We'll, we'll we'll be hopefully be back to normal. For sure. Maybe they might be a cure for this, you know, cold or whatever it is. Don't I don't know. I I don't like politics, but <laughs> I'm excited because the world is kind of opening back up. It's calling falling out, you know. Yeah. So, Jim, let me ask you, what was because you know this 2010? You're saying you started, but what was your introduction into the horror genre? Like, what was the beginning, the genesis for you? Oh, my grandmother. Uh, she grew up um, Saturday, was it Friday night, Saturday nights with the, the monster movies. Talking mm. Godzilla, you know, uh, the, what's the turtle's name? Gamera, Gamera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all, all those guys, all those, those, it was double creature feature. Um, you know, it started at seven and went through all, all night. Yeah, you had been ghoulie, you had um, the ghoul. Um, he was kind of big. He was very big in Detroit. Then he kind of moved down to Toledo. Uh, unfortunately, he's no longer with us. But uh, yeah. he, one of those hosts, he would you know dress up in costume and give the introduction to like a uh, you know Night of the Living Dead, and uh, you know come back you know from commercial and he'd be like, hey, that was great. The zombie ate that blah blah blah. Blow up some freight, you know, some watermelons or whatever. Just you know, it's super crazy, but. My dad and grandmother watched those together, you know, late 80s. And when I was growing up, my dad continued to watch those. And, you know, it would be Friday night, Saturday night. And we would watch all these horror movies. And, you know, I think Evil Dead was the one that really opened my eyes up to the world. And that, you know, everybody knows Evil Dead. But oh, yeah, yeah, come on. Damn <laughs> Bruce Campbell and uh, a couple other ladies, but, uh, you know, but yeah, that opened my eyes up to horror. I mean, that is like crazy horror to be watching (laughs) 11, 10, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old. It's just crazy, man. You know, I did throughout my, you know, growing up, you know, five years up, five years old and up, you know, I always had a Godzilla figure from, you know, Toys R Us or whatever, you know, I still love Godzilla to this day. So, um, so yeah, my introduction would have to be Godzilla. Nice. Well, I'm a King Kong guy, so we got a problem. What's your favorite Godzilla movie? Godzilla versus Gigan. Because not only got Gigan in there, you have, I think, Kidra in there as well. And you got Jet Jaguar. And it's just, it's like a Godzilla Royal Rumble, man. Okay. Or, or it kind of turned into like a lumberjack match, you know? I, 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 love, I love the wrestling terminology you're bringing yeah. up right now. Dude, I love the wrestling, man. Uh, I don't watch wrestling anymore, but, uh, you know, back through 1996, 95, 96 to uh, 2006, Watch them all. Sounds about right. That that decade right there, 96, yeah. 06. Yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Yep. That was prime time. You, yes, you designed Jason costumes, right? So my question Unfor- now is you said what? Unfortunately. <laughs> it, it, it's it's work. You do the 40 to 50 hours a week at the real job because this 
it with the costumes just let everybody know who wants to dabble into the costume business there is no guarantee there is no you know uh, yeah no guarantee i mean you could be busy one month then you could be you know sucking air one one you know another so i mean it's it's a really good hobby just to let loose during um my days off but my days off has has turned into a nine to five so um so when i said unfortunately it's awesome and but i'm into the point right now where i I need a vacation (laughs) now you talk godzilla but what is your favorite installment of that series of friday 13th really fell in love with part six and part six will always that's what i'm talking thank you jim damn i'm sorry to cut you off continue (laughs) oh it's good something about something about part six is it's like really my go-to i love i'm a part seven guy i love part seven i love the costume design i you know it's a really it's a really good follow-up to part six because we have the monster movie theme going on in part six then we have the really serious um side of jason in part seven you know, we got, you know, the Frankenstein coming back to life, hitting from, a, you know, the bolt of lightning. Oh, a mummy. He's mummified. So there's a lot of, um, you know, movie monster universal or going on in part six with the comedy. I love the comedy side of that. And, you know, Tommy McLaughlin, a, uh, Tom McLaughlin oh. really did wonders for, um, the Friday the 13th part six. I'm hoping maybe in the future they can bring him back and rejuvenate Friday the 13th. He does have a script ready for when the lawsuit is finished. So, uh, is that lawsuit finishing though? (laughs) Not in our lifetime, probably. (laughs) Come on. I gotta listen. I I could see CJ playing Jason one more time. Part of me feels that it's might be coming to an end because NECA is doing the, part seven figure and that wasn't announced until last year and um before that you had they did um the roy burns and the lady in the lake and the reason they were able to get away with that was because it was already in production so this was just announced after those came out so i'm hoping maybe there is a light at this never-ending tunnel right we had the box set too i mean how, how did the box set sneak out during all this well, um, I think that's a different because I mean I don't know you that, that's like a good question um, because it's some I mean it's owned by um, Paramount I think and uh, I think they're still allowed to do it because it's just a re-release it's nothing new you know gotcha. so yeah I mean it could be but uh, we have to we have to get Larry Zerner on here he's the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> let's get larry on come on yeah we yeah. gotta figure this out so um jim growing up did you make your own costumes for halloween yeah there were some that were there was some that was homemade and there were some that were um store-bought so usually a uh, majority of the halloweens which our family went all out during the month of october um we would go to myers or or Target or or Hills or Arbor Drugstore, and we would pick out our our little plastic little yeah. <laughs> the plastic mask that was like paper thin with the rubber mm-hmm. that would cut the shit out of your face or your yeah. eyes. 
you know, um, yeah, there was, you know, a lot of it, a lot of stuff like, uh, you know, I went as you know, uh, zombies, uh, I'm trying to think I went as the crow one year. Um, that was cool. Um, but just, Freddy Krueger or Michael. I barely can remember what, you know, costumes, what was made, what, what I did, where, what I didn't. So, but yeah, it was a little bit of here, a little bit of there, you know, it's, I mean, now listen, are you, are you self-taught? I mean, cause it was probably no YouTube out uh, when you first started, like trying to put something together. Absolutely yeah. not. No, it was uh, self-taught. It was yeah, a lot of, if, if you go directly for the fake blood, and cake it all over yourself, you already failed. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I went and I got myself um, like a like some type of you know, bald hood that resembles Jason uh, from a Halloween store. I think it was Spirit Halloween or Halloween USA. You know, I got one of those um, 99 cent, you know, glow in the dark, you know, plastic masks that resembles Jason, but does not at all. <laughs> um, you know, green shirt, green, you know, brown pants and uh, kick yourself all in blood. And that was, <laughs> that was the first time I ever did that. And that was back when I was like 18. That was really my first cosplay as Jason. Now I'm going to be 40 this year. So, but anyways, yeah. Um, yeah. With learning, um, there's plenty of videos online and, you know, I reached out to a, a horror guy in the community, goes by uh, the name SD Costume Guy, mm-hmm. and I he helped me out, man. And he's he told me to try. And I've been trying and I've been learning and been going forward ever since. And um, you know, so everything I know when it comes to costume fabric, it's all because of Jason Baker. Yes, and uh, follow him on social media, uh, Jimmy, SD Costume Guy. His stuff is incredible. It's not just horror. It's, you know, you name it, he does it. Like his his Nightmare Batman from Batman vs. Superman, where he's wearing like the duster and everything. Oh, wow. It's like spot on. It's, it's, his stuff is just really, really good. And he makes some really good food. He put, like, Jim was right. He, he'll post like what he makes for dinner. Like last night he made, uh, hamburger tacos or something like man that looks good <laughs> what was the first jason costume you designed it was a bloody bloody very bloody part three yeah there's this funny story um didn't you like come into your house i remember i uh, listened to the story and you had blood all over you like uh yeah. you were, this is like when you're a kid and your parents i don't know your parents get pissed off at you <laughs> well yeah you know, see i got the i got the i got the job at the you know the family it, it was called ex- video exclusive in Rockwood, Michigan, and I used to, I used to manage. I was this open uh, assistant manager, and I had the plethora of horror movies to choose from. You know, I, I just graduated high school, and I've heard of Jason. I've heard of Michael Freddy, and you know, I watched a few movies, but it was never unrated. It was always made for TV or you know, TV edited, or whatever. So I had these r-rated movies and i could choose from what and fell in love with part six had the option of doing part three did the little costume 
you know, caked myself in blood, got the real cool machete from, you know, the camping section at Walmart. And that was the <laughs> only, part, that was the only cool part about that costume. <laughs> My dad was out, you know, mowing the grass or whatever. And I show up and I'm like, yeah, it's scary. And he's like, I'm in the house like that. <laughs> so I got shut down really quick. But, <laughs> and I took it all off. I threw it away because it was just, mm. but uh, after that, you know, I tried my hand again years later. And, um, you know, that's where all those reactions I saw from people. It, it's like, man, I, I feel like a different person. I could be this, you know, whatever. And uh, let me, let me go dress up, you know, for Halloween. Let me try it for Halloween. And, it, you know, I go walking around and, you know, trick or treat. And the reactions that, you know, people give you and the way it makes you feel like, you are Jason, you know, you, you really not, but you feel like you're, you know, watch out world. I'm coming for you. You know, you and got the power. Exactly. And this is what I think a lot of people, you know, feel going to the conventions. They, they work hard. They, you know, they put this time, they put the energy into making these costumes and they want to be, you know, the center of attention for the good, two, three seconds, you know, two, three minutes or whatever. Ooh, yeah, sure. Take a photo with me. You know, ooh, let you know, I could autograph something. Yeah, sure. I'm not that person, but you know, if you, you know, that's, you know, that's happened plenty of that. Oh, can you hold, you take a photo with my kid? Mm -hmm. Sure. Yes. You know, it's just, it's fun being a rock star for, you know, yeah. Hours yeah, that's how that's how I met Jimmy. Not me cut you off. Um, his mom brought him to a convention. She said, "Hey, can you hold my baby for me?" I <laughs> <laughs> was good. I got you on that one. So and then Jim, you woke up. <laughs> so Jim, um, so what is the origin behind J Three Jason costumes? Like, how did you come up with that name? Oh, one of my neighbors. Um, his name is Derek. He's a really cool guy. Um. He, uh, he used to call, hey, what's up, J3? And he always used to call me J3, like, you know, like, hey, what's up, Huckleberry, or whatever. Okay. And I needed a name for, it was uh, Jason, uh, years ago, it was Jason Custom Costumes. It was too long, man. That's a tongue twister right there. <laughs> Jason Custom Costumes. You're right. And wife was like you know you got to come up with something whatever so so i am the third you know okay. my, my my dad's junior grandfather's senior so number three j jim j3 j3 costumes it, it, it makes sense and then on top yeah. of that you just said that the third was the first costume you made part three. Oh, there you go it's even know. more yeah <laughs> so um so when did you decide, okay, so you got the name, you know, and when did you, when did you think to, or say to yourself, you know, I'm going to take my hobby and I'm going to, I want to start like a side business. Like, uh, was that like what, 2010, like you said earlier? Uh, the side business didn't really pick up until 2014. Okay. Um, I got, I got a story to go with that. So the first two items that I got commissioned to do, cause I already sold, that Halloween costume from 2013. I had photos of that. Um, I sold a Freddy Krueger, uh, Krueger, excuse me, Freddy Krueger um, shirt that I weathered up. I had 
lying around from. So you cheating on Jason? Sure, for sure. So such a horror uh, hoe, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> but, but anyways, Ryan Brazier, who does hockey masks, he's really good. He's like, hey man, you look like you're taking an interest. Let me help you out. I have a hockey mask buck that you have to, you know, vacuum form and make your own plastic hockey mask. So for a time then, I was doing that. Um, they're just, they take up so much time. So, um, I had a guy in the Jason Voorhees lives community hit me up and say, Hey man, I need a part six. I'm like, okay, cool. You know? And I hit up Jason made that part six. That person wore it to see, uh, CJ Graham. A couple of weeks later, CJ Graham reached out to the customer that wore it. Say, hey, I'm going to go start doing conventions full time. I'm, I'm, I'm retiring from the casino. I want, you know, I need costumes. I want to go do conventions. So this guy hits me up and say, hey, CJ Graham wants you to do costumes. Unfortunately, I had to turn the gig down, which I regret. But uh, family comes first. And I, yeah, that's the story. Would you be willing to make? Another part six for CJ Graham, if you had. To. Yeah, if he if he if he sent me, if Ruby sends me another email or a message or whatever, because I know Ruby does a lot of things. She reached out last time. Um, yeah, in a heartbeat, dude. I'll be. Mm. Are you going to be out there on the thirteenth? What else or no? Mm, August 13th? I want to. I want to. I was about to say, if if you come out there, would you be in costume? Or are you going to vend over there or? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll come in costume. I'll, I'll show Brian how how cosplay is done. Oh wait oh, a minute, we got a challenge. Shots folks. fired. Shots fired. <laughs> bing bing bing. There it is. South Jersey Jason and J three going head to head cosplaying wars. Get the DJ. We we need a tail. We need a tail the tape. <laughs> Hell yeah, we need. <laughs> I'll do it, it. If it wasn't for J three, I wouldn't be here. You know, we right. you and I would never have met. Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is very true. So I want to thank you right now, Jim. Uh, oh. for, for that connection or without you even knowing about it. But, you know, I got to ask you, in the beginning, 2010, you start making these costumes. How'd you get it out there? How'd you promote it? Word of mouth? I mean. Yeah, it was just, uh, there was a community on Facebook called Jason Voorhees Lives with the exclamation point at the end. And, um, you know, a lot of makers posted stuff up. And my wife was like, hey, you should post this up. I know you really love, you know, this. And. I posted a couple of things up and there was an option to make your page and I kind of, kind of followed suit. And I think I made one in 2015. Okay. I really wanted to go as a really good part seven many years ago and um, being, you know, trying to get all these pieces for a part seven is really costly, you know? And now I make them. It was originally, I wanted to make them for myself, but now I make them for tons of other people. I see your work with, uh, oh, look at that. Yeah, look at that, yeah. So talk to us about that. I talked to Brandon Scott Murphy um, at Sculptor Die, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, um, I really want to offer all the parts seven pieces, you know, from the gloves to the hood to the clothing from the chain. Um, yeah, I could do a part seven mass if you if you send me a blank. Uh, they're really hard to get a hold of right now, but uh, send me a blank to do that. I could do all that stuff, but it was originally all this stuff that I sell was originally meant for myself. 
just to have a really awesome costume, but just everybody really liked what I was doing. And they're like, Hey, you know, how do you mold? How do you mold it? How do you put it together? Okay. So this is the master that I have. Um, I kind of commissioned uh, Brandon to sculpt this. This is really good. If you pull up a, a Fangoria magazine and look up part seven, you'll see almost identical, but I know it's not painted but you'll see something that's very similar that's really identical to what you see on that cover. So um, so what I will do, since I have the master, buy a bag of called Ultra Cal 30. And it sets in 30 minutes. That's why it's called 30. Um, uh, you put you, know, you uh, put a beauty coat on. Um, it's just like a little thin layer throughout the whole thing. Then, you know, you make a batch, you pour it on, make a batch, you pour it on, you make a batch until it's really, really thick. Kind of like this. Give me one second. Pour your little thing in there. Pour your latex in there. And when you're ready, let's see if I can do this on camera. <laughs> it's really heavy. Um, pull it out from the inside. Now, as, as you're pulling, is it like tight to pull off or real easy? No, it's really easy. Sorry, I usually do this with both hands. <laughs> and uh, usually uh, a mold like this usually runs about uh, 70 to 80 pounds, give or wow. take. So I'm doing my best to make sure that I can get it out. There you go. That's This is a part uh, uh, of the hell that I'm working on right now. I'll, uh, I'm going to set this guy down real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that Jason Goes to Hell was created by um, Tiffer Westcott of New Kind of Fear Customs, and he did such a phenomenal job on that. That's amazing work, Jim, honestly, man. That's talent. It takes a lot of talent, folks, to do something like that. That's incredible. Right, yeah. So it's, it's, it has an open face, so you can breathe during the, uh, you know, during the conventions. Here, I got one uh, getting painted up here. Oh, nice. Nice. Got a skin tone going. Um, it's, it's in the early stages of just the, the regular base. Got the face cut away, and uh, I still got to do the eyes. But, but yeah, and oh. he's got a part eight coming his way too, Jimmy. That is oh, true. Oh, yes. there it is, part eight. Isn't that what you uh, had going on? That Over is what, I, I, see? what yeah. I had going on. Yep, when yeah, I yeah. was strangling you. Yeah, I know. I still <laughs> feel it. Oh, Jesus. My neck is yeah. still fucked up because of you, man. God damn. No, but part nine, I heard um, something, something's brewing for part nine, is it? Yeah, you know, because um, it took a while for me to do a part eight. It's, it's not one of my favorite looks, but when Jim did the NES one, I got so many compliments on that one. And, you know, I really liked it because um, I don't have to wear as much latex underneath, you know? Yeah. So, and it fit my body really well. Um, I can show up the, the muscle muscles, you know, without the latex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so um, you know what? I said to Jim, I, I want to do a part eight. So we did the part eight. We got to, you know, tweak it up. He did a fan. The paint job on it was just incredible. As you saw, you know, like on the hood uh, with like the veins and everything, he's going to um, fix it up and put more, um, was that like seaweed, Jim, on like the chest pieces you want to do? Yeah, I want to. I want to re. Uh, I want to redo that. Um, what the the trick is right now that I've learned that there is these glue sticks that are colored, right? 
and um, it's like industrial type fabric thing. And uh, you got to get it. Uh, I want to give it the texture with that. And uh, yeah, I probably mold it on or apply it, but I really want to make it a part of the costume, not just for looks, because that's another part I want to go for, but just for durability. Right. You know, uh, you know, with you know all these costumes that I've been doing over the years, I've been learning like what works, what doesn't work. Um, you know, I, I'm not afraid to say that, you know, making costumes for someone that lives five states away that, you know, they, they're, they may be like errors or repairs or, you know, alterations and stuff like that. You know, it happens once in a while, but, uh, you know, I'm not afraid to, uh, you know, speak up and say, Hey, you know, send it my way. We'll mm -hmm. alter fix yeah. it. It's yeah, because we've we've had to you know tweak a couple of costumes, you know, and it's lot, it's, it's lot, trial and error. Yeah, a lot of the stuff is made by hand, and you know, without specific you know uh, measurements, and you know, some of that stuff is just shot in the dark. And yeah, it sounds unprofessional, but uh, it's all handmade. Um, you can't buy this stuff off the, you know store shelves. You know, you can. There's some Jason costumes that look like a pancake, but. Throughout the years, I'm growing and I'm learning to improve on designs and make things a lot better and uh, streamline a lot of things. Yeah, when we were in Smithville, Jimmy, with you and Josh Hardaddy85 was wearing Jim's um, Jason Goes to Hell, and that's the first time. Wait, that was, that was Jim. That was yours. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was incredible, man. Yes, sir. That was, yeah, that was very like detailed and. Man, I love this costume. I mean, even yeah. Brian's costumes. I mean, phenomenal, phenomenal work, man. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, 2022, I want to do Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, Jim and I actually interviewed uh, Ruben Morales a few weeks ago, and he pointed me in the direction to the the dagger from Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> so I should be getting that. And uh, today is the third week of the order time frame. Things might be. You know, with things going on, might you know, could take a little longer, but I could have it hopefully maybe as early as next week or the week after, you know. So it's the goddamn dagger. <laughs> and um, I already talked to Tony McDonald, who we interviewed. Uh, Jim knows Tony. Um, he's gonna do the hawk for me. I love it when a plan comes together. Oh, yeah. We got such a good team over here. I love it. Talent is, is an understatement, my man. Uh, some of these costumes are just off the charts. I seen what you did with uh, with Brian and, and Josh. I didn't even know that, Brian, honestly. Oh, okay. I, was, I thought, yeah, work. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I know. When I saw Josh, I was just like, wow. Yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, oh, yeah. not not to like downplay your, your no, party. No, no, party not, was not great. At all. But Thank like, you. I, you know, I'm a part nine guy. Like, I know a lot of people hate on me for that, but part nine guy and just the detail on that was just. Again, and you're also a Halloween resurrection guy, but you know, I saw uh, listen, you keep throwing me <laughs> under the bus for resurrection because I like the little kung fu of bust rhymes. That's it. <laughs> Dangertainment. Dangertainment. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was definitely a different twist on the Halloween franchise. Buster Rhymes was Buster Rhymes and just went over the top, but I think it was a, a solid movie. Yeah, at the time, the reason I think they went that way, if you remember MTV had that horror TV show where they put yeah, on. Love that. I love that. Yeah. What, was that? what was that? What was the show I called? Scared. TV Fear. <laughs> and it had Mac playing in the, the background, dude. And it's like, yeah! <laughs> so, Jim, um, you primarily, I, I would say, your biggest seller is a part seven, but you can do any costume in the installments. Um, right. 
what would be like the second runner up to your seven? Oh, it would be part eight. Okay. And uh, part nine's right, right behind eight. Um, uh, a lot of people in the past have asked for uh, the remake, Jason. Uh, usually get the coat, you know, the overcoat, uh, the shirt, and the pants. That's been a favorite. And, you know, I really, that's one of my favorites. Um, uh, let's pull, if you guys got this video, I want to show you something really quick. Can I switch this camera again? Okay. Speaking of, uh, one of the, the remake is one of my favorites. And many years ago, I don't know if you see that. There you go. That's me. I got, I'm on my own little poster. Nice. That's <laughs> nice. That's me. Was that like and, a birthday present from the wife through the professional? Friend? Yeah, that was a, that was actually a Father's Day gift. Uh, oh, nice. Which, which was super cool at Morris City Convention. Derek Mears was supposed to be there, and uh, he, he flaked out. He canceled. Oh. That was I was supposed to go there with you know show. I got I got costume hood, all that good stuff. Go see Derek, and he was there. Ah. Oh. So Derek, you got to make it up. Yeah, he's he's the he is the last uh, actor I need from my Jason autograph collection. He's the only one I, I need. And then the Freddy versus Jason one's pricey because of the jacket, correct? Is that the one that's pricey? Yeah, I actually I found a guy that uh, he would he uh, he would sell one to me for ninety dollars. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. So I'm not gonna disclose his name because he's my source, right? But he, <laughs> Nobody's getting it. Nobody's getting the juice. Right. Said said for me that uh, you know he would do that. Um, so I really want to tackle that. I'm just waiting for someone to say, "Hey, you know, I would like to remake." And it's very simple to make. I just need someone who has when when they hear the price of the of the the jacket because there there's a guy who sells them for a hundred dollars and. There's there's a lot of work that's involved on you know making the jacket all holy and weathered mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, but just with the with the price, it's it's a majority just like the remake, Jason. That jacket is seventy five percent of the the costume price. So it's like, mm. but uh, we're gonna. Uh, I love the remake so much, two thousand nine. Yeah, really. Yeah. So. We have the part seven hood going. We have the part nine hood going. Um, I'll be getting the part eight. And you guys hear it first. I just commissioned my guy to make the remake hood. Oh, let's go, baby. Jim Ingram <laughs> exclusive so, right here. Hard 365. Talk to us, Jim. So it's going to be open faced with that fake. It's going to have the fake eyeball attached yeah. to it. So okay. you're gonna- to breathe because all this stuff that I'm having commissioned to make is for the cosplayer in mind. So you'll have half a face, the milky white dead eyeball, and the you know the whole whole cool thing. So yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. I, I've heard a lot about you know part eight, part seven, part nine, Jason goes to part four, part what about part ten? <laughs> Has anybody ever done a Jason in space? (laughs) 
Jason there, X? There are a couple guys that do the pre-Uber, like um, Ruben. Does Ruben Morales do the pre-Uber? He does the pre-Uber, right, Jim? Jim? Uh, he cosplay it, but he doesn't yeah. produce it. He okay. does, does the uh, the 3D printing stuff. Okay. For- um, Jim, Jim Burlew, who's part of 13 Gallows, he's a really good... Um, uh, pre-Uber, um, uh, your customer, Sean McManus is doing one in the near, I mean, you, he's already has the costume. He just hasn't like, I guess, put it fully together. Um, but Ruben Morales and Jim Burlew, um, to me, they're the only ones I know, um, do a great pre-Uber. Now the Uber Jason is a very hard costume to do. And there was an attempt a guy made it for Kane Hodder. I'm not familiar with the guy. Um, to me, it didn't look right. Um, it looked like, you know, like some of those inflatable costumes that have like the little air pump with it. That's yeah. what it reminded me of because when you look at the black chest pieces, it was wrinkled and like it just didn't fit Kane's body right, you know? But, um, so for that movie, they made those, they, they, custom those pieces out of like kevlar it was like a carbon kevlar whatever and and they they painted it a certain way with the silver um and what they did they did the the the, the transition from the silver to the black that's like that where that's where the costume department comes in with the uh the next let me back that up the uh, fx crew because that was so that's all that black that's all silicone. That's like silicone hoods and stuff like that. That's that high end stuff that, you know, so majority of the budget for that movie went to making that costume. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get it in the acting. <laughs> uh, Jim, I, I got to ask you, like on average, man, how much do these costumes cost? Like somebody that, and one of these cosplayers out here. I mean, it ranges. I know that, but like estimated. Uh, you know, um, Majority of them run to 375 to four. I try to keep it low. Um, if you want a hood, you know, you could, you know, you get a discount by, you know, adding, Hey, I want a hood, you know, uh, that's 75 uh, hood alone is a hundred dollars plus shipping. So, I mean, you know, uh, right now with the, with the part nines, uh, you buy a costume for 375, 400, um, you get the hood for free. I'll paint up the hood. I'll do the hair, whatever. So it's kind of an incentive for people to save money. Yeah. Uh, you know, all you need is, hey, hit up so-and-so for a hockey mask, and you're ready to go, man. Um, you know, um, I, would, I would want you to start producing prop weapons like, you know, axes and uh, machetes and stuff like that. But uh, I just got to find the right, the right place and time to do it. Um, I have someone who wants to um, make a mold and, uh, you know, for me to start casting, you know, polyurethane axe handles, axe heads, excuse me. But uh, I hopefully maybe do that sometime this year, but it's just, just time. Speaking of time, you're married. You have two kids with another one on the way. Congratulations, by the way. Congrats, man. And you work a full-time job. How do you find the time to do your side business? I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, don't sleep again. Coffee, right, best friend. Right. But 
when you know um there's they'll they'll you know like on my days off like uh we'll we'll start the day off with the, you know doing something cool like we'll 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 hit up target we'll go grab some lunch you know we'll go spend three four hours at like zap zone you know we'll spend a lot you know we'll spend a lot of money we'll have fun you know a really cool you know blockbuster of a day then daddy comes home he goes to work yeah i work on there three four five hours a night or you know then you know it's time to go clean up you know go spend a little bit of time with the wife and uh, uh start the day over and you know some days um uh, i'm on my days off i'm in in the office working a lot more um but uh you know i really you know my motto is if you sit on your hands you can't hold anything mm-hmm. so when you're going full tilt at the other job you know and this hobby it's a it's a paying hobby um it is definitely open doors for me uh, a lot of things that you know um, i'm still trying to play catch up jimbo was a party frat guy in his 20s and <laughs> nothing to show for my 20s other than good times man but in my 30s when my son was born um it was it was time to you know be a man and make that money get that uh, get that savings account going you know get that credit line going and you know i'm only 30 40 points away from my 800 credit score which to me it's the greatest thing ever oh for um, sure you know, a lot of people already probably already accomplished that. They're probably like, yeah, whatever. But, uh, you know, um, I started going to college and I didn't follow through. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to get up at eight o'clock in the morning and, you know, be there at college and do this. I just wanted to go work and do whatever. I just didn't want to really pay for schooling that I already just learned, you know? Uh-huh. So, um, will my son go to college? Um, maybe a trade school or something like that, but I really want to, I really want to have his future brighter than mine, you know? Um, so same thing with, you know, my little girl that we had last year, you know, I want to, I want to have their legacy be as brighter than mine. And uh-huh. for their, so yeah. yeah. Sorry. So speaking, of, so speaking of your, your beautiful wife, Chelsea um, on our show, we ask what is the you know most viewed horror movie in their household. But I'm going to ask you, when you have that alone time with Chelsea, what shows do you watch together? Ooh, we're currently watching, uh, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's uh, called Bones, and it's, uh, you know, a crime drama. But oh, yes. Of, it's gory as hell, man. Is that the one with David Boreanaz? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Very good show. Yep. Oh, you know, if it's not that, you know, we're we're going back and we're watching Dexter. Okay. Um, Dexter. Okay. Coming back. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Dexter. It's uh, one of our other favorites. It's True Blood. You know. Um, okay. She she doesn't like horror movies, but she loves all these horror television. <laughs> I don't hey, know listen. To- something. Now, you got something. You got, you got the television series. This I don't know if Chelsea does, but does she get you trapped in watching trash reality shows like I get trapped into and then liking them? You know, the other day there was, I think, Weird Eye for the Stray Guy. I, I don't know. They're, they're, they were rebuilding <laughs> guy's house. 
and I'm just in awe. I'm like, wow, these, you know, these people are really turning this guy's life around. Yeah. And I was just watching. I took interest in it. I have no idea what the show's about. Right. It's, yeah, but, uh, you know, um, she got me hooked on Friends. Okay. Uh, the, the, they're coming the, back or something. Yeah, they're doing a reunion, like the reunion, Fresh Prince yeah. of Bel-Air. Yeah. Tomorrow, tomorrow on HBO. So. Oh, it's tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow or it's Oh, wow. That's quick. Because I just released a trailer today. I'm like, man, that's quick. <laughs> One day, that's it. <laughs> no time to wait. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I try to I try to really get her to watch you know scary movies uh mostly during october october mm-hmm. here it starts in september 1st oh yeah Sep- nice september 1st we're hitting the uh apple orchards for apple cider nice. we're hitting for the hay rides we're hitting them up for you know the the pumpkins are not ready but i'm i'm eyeballing them you know <laughs> but uh, like we good jack lantern i have a massive collection of the old-fashioned die die cut Halloween, you know, decorations mm-hmm. board. Um, I have well, a blue tote full of them, and I decorate my whole entire wall. When you first come into the house, the whole side wall, which is a good 14, 14 feet, it's top to bottom, baby. Nice. Yes, and you know, um, my most expensive one. I bought last year was a Hallmark skull it says beware. And, uh, it's from the eighties. I can't find it, but I found one that wasn't ripped tore up in mint condition in Canada for, I think it was, I paid 80 to $90 for it. Oh, wow. You for guys sure. do like those, those haunted walks like October, like the Halloween, uh, Halloween, uh, haunts. Oh, <laughs> haunted attractions. Been a while since I've been to a haunted house, but uh, but uh, yeah, there's a there's a couple of uh, parks that uh, have laser light shows. They're really high end, and you you walk through the trails and you get some cider or beer or whatever, and you walk through and it's all laser light shows. Nice, really, really well. So we did that last year. Well, Jim, I got I got something for you right now. Something a little special right here. It's a little segment I call the two minute drill. So I want to know if you're ready for this one, buddy. I'm going to ask you a whole bunch of random questions, and you have to give me your best answer. Brian? All right. You have ready? that watch ready? I do. Three, two, one, go. All right, brother. Favorite horror icon? Uh, Jason. Favorite slasher? Jason. Weapon of choice? Machete. To remake or not to remake? No remake. Dark Alley in New York City. Who do you want to have to back? Oh, um, Donald Trump. <laughs> oh God! Oh, who has his back? Freddy versus Jason. Who wins? Neither. Eighties mm. or nineties horror. Eighties, hands down. Favorite psychological horror movie. The Cube. It's called Ooh, Cube. Yeah. Favorite horror movie quote? They're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> Not limited. Scariest horror movie you've seen? Uh, 
paranormal activity with oh. Surround. Okay. Yeah. Best horror voice. Has to be uh, Robert England. Okay. Finish the line. I hear you're looking for the. Oh, damn. You stopped me. <laughs> I hear you're looking for the Candyman. Oh, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of Candyman. Bitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> favorite, favorite zombie flick. Oh, Night of the Living Dead, uh, 19... 1968, 1969. Yeah. Yeah. Universal Monster of Choice. That would be Frankenstein. Wes Craven or John Carpenter? Oh, John Carpenter, hands down. Favorite Halloween? Fine. Fuck. <laughs> um, oh, almost. You can, you can answer that one, John. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Oh, wait. Oh, man. Um... I'm thinking it, I forgot which one it is. It it was uh, Buster Rhymes, right? Something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> Sam, Doctor Loomis was in a gas station. Four. Four. Damn you, Michael! And just fires. Yeah. <laughs> Leave him alone, Michael. Go home, Michael. <laughs> Go home. Right, Michael. Michael. <laughs> yeah. Yo, sorry, I could do a Loomis too. Really? I think. I, th- I think it was in that one where he's in that black Camaro and he has the uh, the German. Uh, oh no, that's part five. Do you know what today is? Sure. It's a cigar in, and he he has these leather gloves on. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. "Yes." Wrapping his hands around the steering wheel, and you hear the leather just. Yeah, that's part five. Uh, that's a cool part too. So. I, you know, part five doesn't get a lot of love. I like part five. Um, I love part four. Like, yeah. I thought that was a great, you know, uh, follow up. You know, because season of witch is it's it's its own category. I, I that just that opening like on that farm and it's just quiet and you know and part yeah, five was a little weird. You know, with the whole she can see what Michael sees, but emotions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you got the whole thorn, you know. Right. And, so. and something about the 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 Donald Trump comment. I was just joking because I know he's from New York, and every- <laughs> all good, man. Believe me, <laughs> of him at one point in the time in the whole United States, so and other places. But it has uh, my my comment has no political views or anything that has to do with my business. So oh, I, yeah, sure. I had to clarify that because no, you know, I don't get into politics. I. I yeah, no, I don't blame it, Jim. I don't blame you at all. Now, I got a couple of other questions over here. I just, you can sure, just answer whatever. Just um, best horror movie score or theme? Ooh, um, it has to be John Carpenter. And it's oh. just, you know, Halloween. It's, you know, Big Trouble in Little China. It's a Salt and 13 precinct. Escape uh, from New York. Thing, you know, Escape from New York. Yes, Escape from New York is really one of my favorite movies. It uh, And a sci fi in general. But, you know, John Carpenter, hands down, he does a lot of theme and, you know, it's super cool. Yeah. And it's, um, it's just something about it, too. Yeah. The, um, what else did he do? The Fog. Um, right. I wonder if he did Swamp Thing because right. that the Swamp Thing had, was it Swamp Thing that had like similar John Carpenter um, music? Like I, whenever I hear him, I'm like, man, did John Carpenter score this? So. Right. I'm going to look it up right now. Master. 
That guy's he, he is. Man. He actually has like a uh, like uh, albums out with all his works and whatnot. And he, him, and his son were like doing tours like of his music. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine that. Oh, I'm going to George Harbor to concert. <laughs> right, and the guy who is from Michigan that um, does scores and stuff like that. Uh, his name is uh, his name. You can find him on uh, Apple Music, Spotify, and so on and so forth. His name is called Slasher Dave. Okay. Okay. Uh, John Carpenter horror-esque music, you know. So give him a look. Uh, look at look him up, man. His his scores he does oh. are all themed, and they're <clears throat> super. Slasher Dave. Yeah. Uh, so Wes Craven directed Swamp Thing. Harry Manfredini did. The music, Harry Manfredini did a lot of the all, all the Friday yeah, 13th movies. Got, yeah. so that's why it reminded me of so my mistake. It was Harry Manfredini scored Swamp Thing, so that's why it had the Friday the 13th element. Nice. Yeah, Next. now, Jim, I gotta ask you also, uh, most maniacal laugh in a horror movie. What do you think that award would go to? Oh boy, um, probably maybe. Oh, geez, that's 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 a hard one. I mean, there there is, uh, you know, everybody wants that. Oh, Freddy or Chucky. Um, but you mean, if you really look into like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the first one and part two, um, there's a couple of laughs in there that are pretty, mm, you know, um, uh, that's that's a that's a tough one. That's a really tough All right. one. All right. Well, what about what about this one right here? Ultimate Scream Queen. What do you think? Lori Strode. She is tough. She is tough. Definitely. Lori Strode. <laughs> uh, and uh, horror movie crush. Is that Lori Strode as well? Ooh, horror movie crush. Let's see what I could say without getting myself in trouble with the wife. <laughs> um, this is before uh, you met the missus and everybody. So right. this is, you know. So- so in Nightmare on Elm Street, I think it was Dream Warriors. There was a part where the nurse started taking off for uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joey, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that that we'll just leave it at that. All right. So dream on. That's all I got to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But uh, you know, Jim, conventions—they they've become a thing, huge nowadays. Uh, coming back finally after COVID, just took them out of commission. Um, have you ever attended a convention as a vendor? Yes, I have. Uh, there was a um, a comic show in Allen Park, Michigan. I think it was Taylor. Uh, actually, maybe it was Taylor, Michigan. Uh, Taylor, uh, I have the flyer somewhere. Uh, Taylor trade show, t- Taylor comic trade show, and I had I had my table. Uh, I paid thirty bucks, and a lot of hockey masks on there. I had my. Uh, business cards. I had a full um, Jason had a full of hoods. Uh, either no, even though they were not made by me, I was still you know because everything that you guys do, that you buy from me, is an investment. These costumes you guys buy are an investment. I mean, you could win. Uh, like take for example, Brian. Brian won uh, first place at a Halloween contest. And it's part seven, big ice, yeah, gold trophy and everything. So I mean, you're Brian wasn't the first, you know, to win a Halloween costume contest. It's an investment. It, it still holds value once 
you know, you're sick of it and tired of it, you could still, you know, sell it and make some of your money back. So, but yeah, um, I was, I did it once. Um, I, I vend at a, um, convention called, um, Motor City, what was it? Uh, yard sale, the the haunted garage sale in Michigan. They they have they have one in Ohio, but I do I fend there. Um, I make burlap scarecrow mask. Very simple to make, very cost efficient. Doesn't make up much time. I won't bar, I won't be attending this year, but uh, because of the whole COVID thing, I don't know how well the market is. But uh, if I get if I spend a good two months making these hoods, um, scarecrow hoods, for uh, this convention that I do sell, uh, you could clear about eighteen hundred dollars from nine a.m. to three p.m. in the afternoon. Wow, pretty good. That's you know, not bad at all, man. And in the the investing in the material, it's uh, very low. So I mean. Uh, the material and time and paint um i would i would put the out of pocket 75 cents each mm, wow so nice. the the investment return on investment is- the over uh, the overturn on that is like nothing but uh pay dirt nice so, but i i'm not gonna do this here yeah i think 2022 is going to be the rebirth of everything. Oh yeah. hundred like percent open. You know, the conventions are happening uh, more outdoor. They're doing the pop-up um, market type things. Um, there are some conventions like uh, Las Vegas, just I think the days of the dead last weekend. And, you know, no one was wearing masks, different rules in the state, I guess. Um, but I'm sure, you know, um, the, the promoters of the events will, look at all the um the guidelines for the state and you know then then determine you know cherry hill has one coming up in august actually friday the 13th weekend will it happen i don't know um it's a smaller venue so that's 50 50 right now i want it to happen i want these conventions to come back but uh you know i'm looking forward to nj Horicon in september me and jimmy will be out there with uh fellow podcasters chill and killing network so um jim i had put the offer out there if you have anything you want me to sell on your behalf i will be uh, more than happy to do that all right jim the floor is yours so you you know you want to promote any social medias anything else now is the time i'm going to give it to you all right well um you can uh, go to youtube I don't really talk about YouTube very much, but I do have a YouTube channel. Pull it up here real quick, just to give you guys my uh, my link there. Let me uh, pull it up real quick. It's called Jason Voorhees Costume. This is just very direct, very right out there in your face. Um, I have a good handful of videos um, up. You guys can check that out. That's on YouTube. It's called Jason Voorhees Costumes. Very direct. I need to update it. <laughs> the last <laughs> one was from um, uh, da, 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 2020, November of last year. Okay. Uh, I have uh, J3 Costumes on Instagram. Um, I do a lot of live feeds here and there. Um, a lot of my new, I've been advertising more. Um, 
at first I wasn't sure about Instagram, but a lot of like uh, promotions and um, you know stuff goes goes really well there. Mm-hmm. Um, also on face on Facebook we have J three costumes. Um, you can find that on Facebook. <laughs> That's really really uh let's see it's facebook.com backslash j3 costumes there you go you find me uh if there's something that catches your eye you could send me a message i don't have a website because i want to walk my customers on every step of making that costume and you know uh, that kind of sets me apart from a lot of people um yeah it's a costume a lot of people don't really want to like know about it but those who do want to know where their money is being spent. They're like, hey, I got this material and today we're going to make this. Uh, tomorrow we're going to do this. And, you know, a couple of weeks from now, uh, you know, I got to paint that. And, you know, and I walk you through every step of the way up until the point of shipping out. I send you a, a tracking number and so on and so forth. Yeah. So if you're a first time cosplayer, don't feel bad if you're asking jim a million questions because i asked him a million and one um mm-hmm. and we're coming up um we're in may two-year anniversary of my purchasing my first j3 costumes look at that we started out as um you know a buyer and seller now we're uh, good friends we're podcast host you're like, was- you're like you're like my it's- brother i never wanted just kidding a <laughs> <laughs> sponsor you know i had no sponsors i had no advertisement and i in in brian you know he does these conventions and he he does all these fundraisers for the people who you know who need you know funding and you know i wanted to like hey man you know you send me a couple of clothing i'll definitely you know making sure that you look good when you you know go do your fundraisers and it's for all for a good cause so um you know can't go wrong with that giving back no, not for sure. Um, actually, I was asked um, just yesterday if I would, the next time I do an appearance, if I would fundraise for um, a thrift store that fallen on hard times, you know, with COVID and everything, uh, because the woman who runs it, she is like, um, she, she, you know, old school, you, you know, pay me when you can type person, you know, but now she needs help. So someone close to her came to me. So I said, all right, yeah, definitely. Um, I'll go, you know, introduce myself to her. And uh, the next event that I do, if it's in Smithville, you know, um, we'll work something out. Um, I definitely want to um, raise funds for this farm sanctuary by the end of this year. And, you know, Jimmy and I are throwing a uh, Halloween party together in October. So um, one of the uh, models that I'm... um, doing a photo shoot with this weekend she is a breast cancer twice survivor oh wow so in october i want to do some kind of fundraiser with our event that we're throwing you know whether it's just you know it's like two dollars from the ticket goes to it or we just have like a donation a box bucket. a donation box yeah, yeah. definitely 100 percent. yeah and it's also october's breast cancer awareness Correct. Month, so yep yep there we go yep. and jim i'd love to see you out there october 30th Mark it down. It's at the Showboat Hotel in Atlantic City. Uh, a lot of people don't know that because I haven't announced it, but uh, it's going to be a Halloween party where we threw it last year. Ooh. Yeah. I'll get I'll get the inflatable mattress ready for you, Jim. Okay? We, <laughs> can, got- we, can, we can bunk in my man cave. <laughs> <laughs> got the room going over there. Don't worry, guys. You guys are going to get hooked up with the room. But listen, 
Last question here, Jim. Ten years from now, where is J three costumes? Oh, um, where is J three costumes? Well, uh, well, I probably would complete the whole line of uh, you know all the hoods uh, that I've been offering. I want to do you know part three through eleven, maybe twelve. Who knows? From ten years, it might be up to Jason. <laughs> I mean, you know, we might, we might have a thirteen. They're 16. It has um, to be a 13. Friday, 13. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'll still grind it out, man. Um, you know, giving back to the horror community, making Halloween awesome, you know? So, let's yeah. make Halloween awesome again. Let's, ma- let's make it great again. <laughs> Come on, guys. We're going to do We're going to bring it back. We're going to bring J3 Costumes, my main man, Jim Ingram in the building right now, creating your costume, guys. If you need a hood, you need a hockey, you need anything. This is the guy for J3 Costume, Jim Ingram. Quality, quality work, guys. Follow him all over social media. Jim, I appreciate you taking the time out for these guys right here. I mean, you see Brian every single week. You see these ruggedly handsome individuals. Oh, come on. Come on, Brian. That, what is that? That is, you know, in four weeks, Jimmy, this is going to be yours for $50. Okay. 50 When you're charging what? Two? Donations uh, for everybody else? I might have to increase it because of the, 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 the gas shortage, you know? I, you know, my friend, I'll tell you right now, but also, it's very short right now, okay? My temper right now is very, very short. My patience as well. So enough of this damn photo. I'm not paying anything. I see every week for free, damn it. But anyway, J3 Costumes, Jim Ingram, folks, if you want to cosplay, this is the guy to go to. Thank you for tuning in to Horror 365. Thank you, Jim, for joining us. Thank you, Brian, South Jersey Slasher himself. As always, folks, I want to I want to thank you for not only celebrating horror in October, but celebrating horror 365. We'll see you next week.